Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for Mind Your Business. Now, from conceptualization to producing a beta version, game developers may find that their small teams don't always have the bandwidth nor the expertise needed to ship a video game. So the question is, where can budding developers get a jumpstart on their journey? Well, that's where the Singaporean incubator program by Cargo Studios comes into the picture. So this program empowers uh, incubators by offering market research, data analytics, recruitment advice, uh, even development support or or funding. Just a lot, a lot of support, including direct access to experienced members and publishers. And just recently, Cargo Studio actually developed a platform for indie developers to build and ship games more easily. And I'm sure that's help that they really, really appreciate. To tell us more about their incubation program, we're joined now by Samson Oh, who's Managing Director of Cargo Studio. Good morning, Samson. Good morning to you guys. Thanks okay, for having so- me. Clearly, there was a problem in the market that you decided needed to be plugged and to be incubating these individuals, helping their teams do better and do it faster as well. What made you want to do this? I think, I think the key thing is we work with quite a fair bit of the young developers that passes through our other setup. And we saw such a gap in the market. A lot of times when we go to the schools, I think whatever information or software they learn is insufficient. Because a lot of people underestimated building games, right? It's mm-hmm. like they think it's just a game, building a product. But actually to us, it's like a startup, you know. When you build a startup, it's not just about building a product. Hey, I can go to the market. It's really about doing sales, marketing, partnership, all kinds of stuff, right? Simple things like budgeting, cash flows, even like hiring, right? How do you identify all these things? There's a huge difference to whether you'd be successful or not. And this is something that we feel we can do something about it. Right. Samson, uh, I'm getting a vibe here and, and, I, and I, I want to understand your company's philosophy a little bit. Are you guys, by any chance, like hardcore gamers yourself, so passionate that you want to see that Singapore flag fly when it comes to the gaming industry? I, I just wrote a post yesterday and yeah? talking about this, the same topic. And for me and all of us, I would say 99% are all gamers. I'm not really a gamer because I don't even have time to spend time with my family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, for me, it's all really about the talents. Okay. And it frustrates us when we see a lot of people. I just feel that we don't have a, we lack the conviction towards our own people. Mm. And I feel that a lot of times we keep saying we want to bring the best event to Singapore. Mm. We want to do this, we want to do that. But nevertheless, nobody talks about talents. Mm, and walk we the feel, yeah, we, we, we really need to help the next generation. Also, there's this stigma with the parents that when you talk about games, people think about the negativity, right? But yeah. people forget behind a game is like producing a movie. You need to have the skills to talk about the design, the development part, even little, little things like the infrastructures, like how do you support that games. And all these skills, actually, it comes up to the whole industry where you have a lot of careers yeah. where I think mm. you can sustain yourself and other people don't see, don't see that. 
Mm. The thing is, I notice among Singaporean parents, if you show them the money, they'll say, okay, okay, go ahead and pursue this uh, passion of yours. Uh, because a lot of the time they'll say, got money in it or not? Are you going to make a stable living or not? Uh, but once you convince them of that, uh, they are going to let go and, and let things happen. What's your perspective on this? I, I, I can share to you, I will always, just a quick story, I will always remember when you talk about gaming and esports, I think I would lump them into one industry, even though there are different pillars within the industry, right? And I always remember I'm getting all these parents coming to me, especially the mothers. And I have so many instances where the mother comes to me and said, my son is playing games, or some of them said, can this really hack it? And towards the end of the uh, one or two years after that, they came and said, thank you for helping my kids. And during the COVID, I think you can see that people know that gaming is no longer a hobby or a passion. To me, it is a culture now. And even if you look at my kids, I can't stop them from creating YouTube content, right? You can't stop them from building uh, small little games. And these are all the skills that's needed. And unfortunately, you can't get that from schools. Mm. So, but they want to have a career out of that. And if you ask all the kids, Maybe eight kids out of ten kids, they tell you, I want to become, I want to be a part of the gaming industry. Mm. So do we sit here and say that we don't do anything or do we do something about it? I, I, me and my whole gang or my partners and my whole team say, let's do something about it. Let's build a made in Singapore games, right? I think we can do that. My sister-in-law is in the gaming industry. She does she does sound editing for games and she's had to tackle the Taiwanese and Japan market because the market here is not so good. Maybe even the Malaysia market. What is the, where's the block? Why, why can't we come up with a game on par with The Witcher or Fortnite or, you know, some, some, something like that? Again, we had quite a long discussion with Tristan on this topic. I think there are a few things that we need to look at. I think first thing first, a lot of people that, that wants to become entrepreneur in this industry when they come out, right? They really lack the experience to run that thing as a business. Okay. You know, running a business and building products are two different things. How do you acquire that stuff, right? You really need to acquire that, that skills. And then the other thing is the access or the network or the people that you know is very important as well. And a lot of people, when they build stuff, and I know a lot of companies start up, they are just focusing in Singapore. And the market in Singapore is not big enough. We must do something that is made in Singapore. We have such a branding in the world. I just spoke to some of the German counterparts yesterday. Right? Mm. They were saying all the monies are flowing into Singapore. We need to do something in Singapore. It has to be made in Singapore, export it out. And I'm glad that ESG is even supporting this and want to have a product that is built in Singapore and go out. So how do you build that relationship, understand the market in different countries outside Singapore? I think that plays an important part. We cannot just look at our market, but we have to look out, seriously look out. I think these are very important lessons for individuals to learn. I do understand that institutions in Singapore have been designing courses on games development to meet the demand for professionals in this sector. An estimated 1,800 trained graduates entering the market every year. What's missing in their training, you think, uh, that needs to be plugged in order for them to be able to capitalize on this potential growth? I think the simple things like, um, I always remember during the first season, now we are running the second season, right? We have about 25 people, but during the first season was really our proof of concept. 
we want to test whether are we is this something that makes sense or not. So I always remember the one of the teachers from the school came to the studio and asked the incubators, how are you guys doing, right? I always take back this state from one of the incubators. Um, uh, he said, teacher, we learned three years, two years in the schools, but we realized a lot of things that we are doing now, we can't get it in schools. It's really, it's on the job training, it's hard knocks. And, and you, you just can't learn all these things within three years of your school life. It's just not possible. Just like building a business, you can't learn a lot of stuff in schools. You just need to go through it, learn from mentors, learn from your, your coaches, right? Learn from the companies and, and give it all out. And, and don't be afraid to fail. You fail the period, right? So that hunger and passion are so important which I also feel that this is something that needs to be inculcated to the next generation as well. Samson, should the education system then be broken up? And I'm just thinking out of the box here, what if I go in for a foundation first year and then I go work for a company like, say, EA Games for four or five years, build that passion, really get the hard knocks and then finish off the education, just get that piece of paper because really it's not even about the piece of paper. And, and, and yes, I agree with you, Elliot. Oh, but on the other hand, I'm being biased here because I'm helping the indie guys, right? Okay. And I do have a lot of the, the AAA studios uh, applicants or the existing employees who wrote to us once mm. to set up. If you want to learn, right, you join a startup because in startup, you will learn different aspects of the game design, mm. the game development, the whole thing, right? Because we don't have that billion dollars to hire a thousand people. You do this part. <laughs> you do this part, right? Yeah. For us, mm. it's like you have to do everything. And if you want to learn, this is the way to go, but it's difficult. But again, having joined the AAA studio, you do come with a lot of experiences where the indie guys don't have. Mm which is systems, processes, SOPs. So, so if you can combine the best of both worlds, that would be perfect, and you have that skills now. But if you really want to build a business out of it, you have to do it yourself. You really mm. have to make, uh, get, get into the game, into the arena, and just really fight. Man. Really, really fight. Mm. I'm glad you are emphasizing that sense of initiative that has become so necessary yeah, in today's world, uh, whether you're employed by a company or whether you're looking to start up your own business. But I am interested to know how you pick developers to be part of your incubation program. How do you decide this is worth incubating? I think, I think there are a few things here. Just like the first season, we had many teams who came and presented to us. And we didn't accept some of them. And I think one of the key things that we look at is a value. Whether do you have that mental or that value to really want to push it through? And I always remember there was this group that came in when I spoke to them. I, I look at their eyes. You can see the fire in them. Sometimes we were rejected two times before we came to you. We won that last opportunity. And when we look at their products, and I said, what is wrong with your products? What is wrong with your ideas? Your ideas were great. He said, they say it's not good enough. I said, if it's good enough, you wouldn't ask for help. And I said, come join us. And I want to make sure that we will support you. And at the end of the day, we want to mentor you because of all our experiences and network. 
and all this. We want to make sure that you're successful and prove to those people that you can hack it. Mm-hmm. But I need to see that I'm hunger in you. I think skills, everyone has skills. But the, the, the differentiator here, the distinction here is really about your characteristic. Are you that hungry to make it? I think that's important for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, hungry to change, evolve, so many, so many things. Uh, Samson, I, I got a question that may come across a bit controversial. We'll see how this goes. Your <laughs> your goal ultimately is you want to see Singapore really on the map. You want to see a big game come up, come out of Singapore. But how long more do you need to continue supporting the little guy, the indie guy, before we get there? And what happens when we get there? I think when you look at that, I tell myself. You know, building a game sometimes can be a jackpot, you know. Mm. It's just like producing a movie, right? Mm. You get a 10% chance. Maybe you build 10 games, you have one game that is successful, right? And if you are just a normal indie studio, you only have, let's say, an X amount of money. And you push it out, right? And once you're burned, maybe you have, like, maybe I can build a second game. But when it comes to incubator, it's slightly different, right? Mm. We have access to the funds, people who we really raise funds for information, and and we raise from family fund who is, who gave us seven hundred fifty thousand. I'm grateful for that. But what I'm trying to tell you, we have access to the funds. We can see through ten games, twenty games, or even thirty games to get that. So because of that, right, the reward over risk is really there, and with our experiences, we can close up the gap. Well, and, and we have seen the talents. We work with AAA Studios. Our gap is not that far. And, and I, I really believe that. For me, I'm involved in not just gaming, esports. I own multiple setups. Mm. And I've seen enough what it takes to, to bring our stuff globally. I have other setups that is already in Europe and all this. Right? So for me, I, I know where's the baseline. Now the question is, how do you push those guys to the baseline? Ah. Right? And that baseline needs to be there. And that baseline cannot be set for, say, that I think this is my baseline. You need to go out to the world, see, look at the baseline, how those guys are doing it. Then you will see, hey, this is the expectation. We need to push it through. It's tough and it's difficult, but mm. hey, let's do it, man. Mm. You know, Samson, you you talked about the challenges, right? You say it's tough and it's difficult. And then uh, getting Singaporean talent noticed is quite a different ballgame as well within Singapore. The thing is, while you're doing good work in terms of incubating these indies and startups, don't we need more people on board? How to get more people on board to see the talent, to see the potential and to invest in these talents to do what you're doing as well? I love, I love this question because that was the first question we asked ourselves and we went to the whiteboard, right? In a normal business term, it's called lead generation. How do you bring the community together? How do you bring the community together and where do you find this community? And you'd be surprised, a lot of them. You just need to talk to the schools. And, and I always remember when we, when we did a Discord, we presented our slide. SGGA has been very helpful here. And I want to thank SGGA under the leadership of Gwen. And I think, I think because of that, the, the, the message spread out, right? And we also work closely with the schools. And the school says we have been waiting for something like that for quite a while. Because we don't want the kids, when they go out, they, they realize they couldn't find the job or they couldn't uh, build games 
because the, the opportunities are not there. Or maybe parents said you don't build games, so they need build all the game skills, right? They go and look for a bank job, they build something else instead of games, right? But their dreams has always been wanting to build games. So what happens is that you get all these kids, suddenly you give them hope. And there are a lot, lot of people, or even people who have been working for three years, five years, actually they are building games on the weekend. And we want to bring them out, and they know they are set up. I even say to all the other competitors or partners within the same industry, within the indie, let's not compete. Let's come together, bring the community together, and don't be so fragmented. I, I felt right now it's quite fragmented. I think everyone should come together, bring the community together. Don't see it as company versus company, a setup versus setup. We must see it as country. Let's consolidate our community in Singapore and go against other countries. I think that's the only way to do it. And our community is big enough, you know, and we have that. Just one season, we had, we wanted to take one title. We already have six or seven teams. Mm-hmm. When we rejected them, they came back with another group. Mm-hmm. They are other friends. We want to come back. We want to do this again. Some of them came back for season two after season one. And that tells you they want to do this. And I want to try. If I fail, at least I try. I really want to try this. Let's do it for a few years. I think we do have people who believe in this, but... And COVID helps as well because everyone plays game now. Mm. There's such a big demand. We've been speaking with Samson Ong, Managing Director for Cargo Studio. Uh, Samson, thank you for sharing your passion with us this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.